Almost there. Hold. 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 Twice as long as a man. Well, some men are longer than others. Oh, has your mother been telling you stories about me, lad? That's, that's close to... That's exactly how it goes. I know that it's the right lines. I'm talking about... Oh. The accent. No, the accent was inflection. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I have a much better actual Scottish thing. This was like an animated parody of the, yeah. the, the movie. Yeah. We already started. I, that was fun. We were, having, yeah. we were having a good time. Yeah. And I wanted the listeners to be a Hit part it of it. on some, a high note. Right. I want them to get in while it's happy because it's definitely going to get sad. It's definitely going to uh, get sad. We're going to go there? All right. It's just, you know, it's like, what else do you talk about but what's on your mind? That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. And, like, it's not like, here's here's the reality. I know what you're going to talk about. I, ooh. You're going to talk about people not stopping for pedestrians at crosswalks. Oh, no. First of all, no, that's not what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) That's what was on my mind when I got home. Really? Were people not doing that? Yeah. They're I bad about that. I wasn't a pedestrian. I have no, a pedestrian. No, I understand, situation. but you were a motorist. Yeah. And you were witnessing other people be like super rampant yeah, douchebags. Like, screw you. Screw you, carless person. <laughs> it's just bullshit. I agree with you to a point. I think there, there are places where, like, it, okay, what I mean by that is like, as long as they're in a clearly marked pedestrian area, right? fine. But, like, if I'm driving down, what is that, Maple? Or whatever out there? What's the... Is it well, the I don't want to give away our location, but... Okay, well, anyway, when you're here. going down the hill on the thoroughfare, right? Right. If someone wants to get across 14th and they're waiting there... I'm not stopping no, for that. No, this was at a very, like... Right. If it's a marked crosswalk. pedestrian thing, like, you, then you are an the asshole. The guy's standing under the sign. Right. And, like, just waiting across. People right. Just, like, zipping by. Eh. The waiting at a sign thing, I think we should all be better. And we should stop. Right. But it's the one where I'm like... Uh, if I'm in a big hurry, I'm like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy, he gets it. Yeah. Okay. I'm a part of the problem. Yep. I'm fine with that. That's where I'm... That is the part of the problem that I am. The part of the problem that I have an issue with is what I encountered on my way here. Which is people... I encountered two things on my drive up here that, that I am bothered by. Yeah. And one is people that are turning left in a wide street or right. Like when you're turning in a wide lane and you turn from the center to where you're turning like if there's enough space for you to move over and let someone buy you as you decelerate and then turn i say do it i say be courteous to those behind you who are trying to get somewhere uh like you're talking about somewhere that doesn't have a turn lane no i'm talking about like when you're going up a two lane like two lanes one direction right and you're in the left lane, uh-huh. and someone needs to turn left onto a side street, right? And then rather than being like, oh, I gotta turn left, I should move over to the left hand side of the lane as I slow down so that people behind me can just kind of like nose by. They're just like, I'm gonna get in the center and slow down, do all my decelerating in the lane of travel, and then I'm gonna turn. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, dude, that's not courteous in the least. And then after that immediately was a person that turned in that was like, hey, I see the pace of traffic, but I'm just going to get in right here and go much slower than that, okay? <laughs> and I'm just like, why would you... Like... Just, yeah. Like, I get it that it's like, well, it's only three seconds out of your day, bro. And I'm like, yeah, but it's only three seconds out of your day, too. Three seconds adds up. Right, and I'm not even worried about that, because I agree that three seconds totally does the fuck add up, especially over the course of years and decades, which we've been driving for. But what I'm trying to say is, like, it's don't take the three seconds out of my life because you're so special to you. You know what I mean? Like... And that's where I'm an asshole when I'm, like, going by the guy who's waiting at the pedestrian sign and, like, I really got to get to this appointment, okay, Brad? Sorry. And then I'm the asshole because I yeah. took that dude three seconds. Right. So it's cyclical. The it's problem like the, is... It's like the penny cup. You yes. You take three seconds. You better give it back give it. somewhere. <laughs> right. It's just... You would think you... Or I fall... I don't want to say you, you, but, you, like, you, grand you, slash really just me... You think you're going to have a chance to, like, give back more than you turn out to actually feel inclined to do a lot of times, <laughs> if that makes sense. But like, you going to be a really convenient chance that you get to give back, mm-hmm. is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I think we all grossly overestimate our own philanthropy in that regard. I get, I get more generous with my time to people if I think that there's a dickhead driving behind me. <laughs> yeah. I'll stop at every crosswalk. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll yield extra on a left turn or a right. Yeah, turn. my thing is like I get that you have places to go. But yeah. like and and I and I'm not even trying to say don't speed. But there are appropriate thresholds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I'm going forty down high drive and you're on my ass that's not me being resistant. Right. Like, I'm already going 10 miles an hour. I'm going fast enough that if a cop was aggravated and had a bad day and yeah. saw that, he could go, Hey! Fuck you. Right, so I'm already putting myself at risk, and now you've got to be in my anus? Yeah. Like that, I mean, come on, Brosif. Brosif. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so, man. How's it been? How's it hanging, bro? It's been good. Yeah? I uh, worked at the bar on election night. Yeah, you were telling me so, the busiest four hours you've ever seen. <laughs> not, not the busiest. Okay, the busiest. I think I was that through. For a Tuesday. Well, yeah, for a Tuesday night. <laughs> it was all of a sudden. I probably had poured like... Well, I got there at 10. And then it was... A half an hour, I think I poured one beer, and then it was just an onslaught at like ten thirty, ten forty-five. Just people. Here comes the whoa. Really wanted some shots, <coughs> right? Yeah. Uh, shit, I can buy that. I think the funnest thing for me in the whole election thing, like even more fun than getting to gloat about what a terrible candidate Hillary Clinton was and like how it was inevitable that she would lose uh, has been like 
the Republican side, like the really, really aggro pro-Trump people being like, I don't understand. This is the time we need to unify. When Obama got elected, no one was doing anything negative. Everybody was just like, kumbaya. I know. What the fuck are they? <laughs> and I'm like, are you high as fuck? Yeah. You don't remember all the protests? He's not my president. Uh, you don't remember that all the Kenyan Muslim burning him in effigy. Yeah, like I'm sorry. Uh, gun sales went up like how right, much? and I get it. I get yeah. it. No one back then threw rocks at police officers, and if that's what right. you're mad about, hey man, you be mad about that. I don't happen to think that's as big of a deal as some people do, but. You know, uh, as a guy who smoked weed back when it was illegal, my view on police officers is not maybe (laughs) the single most favorable of any occupation you could ask me to rank. Not the worst, but just not also like my favorite dudes. Right. You know what I mean? That's all. Yeah. Uh, But that's been my favoriteest part. You know, like, and, 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 like, I've read an article where a guy was like, Hey, man, I get it. You're not a racist, even though you voted for Trump. Like, voting for Donald Trump doesn't actually make you a racist. Right. But it does mean that you're supporting that kind of agenda to a degree. And his appointment of Neil Bannon into his, like, White House staff kind of proves that. Like, there's a dude who's kind of, like, pretty on the border about being a real douchey dude when you ran Breitbart. You a platform. Right. And it's, and it's like, I'm not saying that every person who voted for him is that, but you cannot say that I'm not allowed to say that. Right? That's a valid criticism you of what say, happened. You can say that they need to understand the distinction between people saying that the policies and the platform right. is... Uh, Right, it's is racially biased or even racist. Right, but it's but that doesn't necessarily mean that the people that's like that right. The We're not saying while, that you are a terrible person. They need to understand like what that shit means. Right, but that's to people the that aren't white. And then like, uh, and I don't know about you, but I've heard like, I've heard a couple people being like they've seen all this like uh, racially offensive, like all this slur graffiti that's been going on on people's property. Right. And and I've heard from some people that's all just you know pro Hillary people doing that to incite disrest, yeah. and I'm just like you know what I'm not even going to de- going to deny that that is at least a percentage of it. I'm not going to deny that, right. but that it's all of it, yeah. and that there isn't a noticeable uptick in that kind of behavior. Yeah. And again, it's not that everyone who voted for him is a people, racist. People it's just that the more, people... It made people feel more comfortable. It made those shitty the people... The people who thought about, boy, right. wouldn't... Right. The wouldn't people who be, were already shitty. Yeah. It, it's enabled them to feel a little more comfortable in their skin. It was a tipping point for like some people to go, to go from, man, I wish I could paint a swastika on that wall. To be to like, a point. Right. To actually doing it. Right. Whether or not, whichever point they're trying to make. (coughs) Right, exactly. You know, and that's the thing. I'm not trying to, like, say what's going on, like, why it's happening. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's happening. And in a more aggro way. Right. And that's just a bummer. You know what I mean? Like, because because it's the same kind of thing that would happen on the other shoe. Like, if the shoe were on the other foot, it'd be those most terrible of the supporters... Like, the worst of the supporters who then felt enabled to right. go be shitty to people. 
Like, there would be, quote-unquote, progressive people who would be going out to people that they thought were bigots or that they thought were jicks and be like, all right, jerk, eat it. You can't do that shit anymore. You don't want to bake that lady a cake? Now fucking suck on it. There's a woman president now, asshole. (laughs) And you can tell that that's true because there's all these articles about, like, that one on Huffington Post today about, quote-unquote, progressives. It's just like, dude, come It didn't work to call the conservatives' names. Right. So it's certainly not going to work to call your own, quote-unquote, your quote-unquote own people names. Right. Like, I mean, like, yeah. it's just really getting to be too much. And what I'm hoping, what I'm secretly hoping is that now the people who were like really pro Republican before, like the old timey GOP kind of people who really like it for what it used to be and mean, yeah. are gonna see this and go, "We can't fucking get behind this. Right. We got to go do our own thing." And then, like the real old timey, like actually help people not be socially divisive the other way, like liberal people are like, "We can't handle this shit either." And then they each split, like each party splits and separates into two two parties. And then we'd have like four parties, which I think would be like a little more representative of what's actually happening. Like a really actually progressive like party. And then like the moderate progressives. And then like, you know, the moderate progressives slash the moderates could maybe even just form their own little party. And just let the cuckoos file out. Let people not have the... Fear of being kicked out of their party for actually expressing what they exactly like, yeah they exactly like yeah. maybe then like it's not a thing where you have to toe the party line you actually have to like negotiate yeah compromise. I mean like if you if you look at the way that the Senate is right now with the with the this is the podcast where we talk about politics by the way if you look at the Senate like the way it is right now be. right exactly <laughs> with the Republicans controlling like fifty something seats like fifty two yeah. right but not quite a filibuster proof majority. If there was a way to get independent people, like one independent party could run, and if, instead of trying to get the presidency, which is like largely irrelevant when it actually comes to what the fuck is going on in our country, yeah. if they could take eight or ten seats off of the Democrats, who seem to be just weak as fuck, then they would have a large enough majority, of, they would have enough seats that they could swing a supermajority for the Republicans. You know what I mean? And they could be like, hey Republicans, you want to fuck these guys? Cool, here are our demands. We'll give you the votes, but this is what we need out of it. And then the Republicans would have to go like, fuck, we don't want that. But we hate the Democrats. Maybe we should give these guys what they want. That or I have her... Or nothing happens. I've heard heard a couple of people say that every year, every presidential cycle, a a few people in the House and Senate switch parties. Mostly yeah. the house, but yeah, mostly the house. So one of the hopes. Oh right, is that some is of it, those dudes are going to flip? Some of the Republicans will just flip. Oh, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. This is their wet dream, dude. They have all three chambers, of like they have everything. They have all. They have all three branches of government. Some people might just want to. I get it, and I hope a balance so. Balance in the force. I hope so, my young Padawan. <laughs> I fucking do. I shouldn't call you a Padawan. You brought up the force first. <laughs> I fucking hope so, man. Like, there, you know, and maybe I'm going to get lynched for saying it, but there is a part of me 
that's like, you know what? Maybe this isn't going to be as bad as everyone's fucking making it out to be. I don't see how it could be. But, I, I mean, I definitely do, right? But, like, there is a small part of me that's like, I mean, like, fuck, think, man. think about it, like, this way. You, like, when Obama was elected, you had all these things that you were, like, stoked. Right. That he was going to do. But then look at how much of that. Right. Even if he did make it happen. He made some of it happen. It got, it happened in a very watered-down way. Right. I mean, well, right, he himself. So it's like, even though you go into there, like, right. thinking you got. He just, he's on. He didn't have the house. He just said in an interview just recently that, like, dude, the, the government is a cruise liner and not a speedboat. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it can turn. Right. But only so fast. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, as much as they can get done in the next two years with all the Democratic opposition that's going to happen, then there's going to be midterm elections. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's going to change the whole dynamic because if they don't get a ton of shit fucking done right away. I mean, that's the problem with these referendum votes, right? It's a referendum on this part. Fuck these guys. They haven't been doing it. They don't fucking get it. These guys get us. They're going to do it. Right. Now they have power and they have to do it. Like, if they don't fucking do it, then it's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, then it, then we're right back into the whole thing. Right. I'm hoping... I'm hoping people don't forget what it's going to take to fix things. If that makes sense. Like, we've got a couple of years to get some ballot initiatives going in state. Where, like, hey, maybe right. primaries right. are open to all voters. Maybe we have an open primary instead of these party-closed ones. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that would have significantly tipped things in a lot of states. You know what I mean? Or, like, maybe we maybe we secretly, and without telling anyone, maybe we, like, start going to some, like, local Democratic Party meetings and we, like, introduce legislation or, like, shit into them to be like, hey, um, <clears throat> at their convention, we, we want to put a bill in that says superdelegates have to vote for who the people in their area voted for. You know, or just straight out get the fuck rid of them but let's be a little more like let's be more pragmatic and try to work one step at a time like okay there are some people that want to feel special great let them feel special you're the super delegate right you still got to do what the fuck we tell you to do like it's not like this thing where like it clearly it yeah. was just proven that the systems where like we have this elite majority of this elite group of people that are supposed to look out for us right. and make sure some embarrassing fucking shit doesn't happen to the country those systems have clearly just this election cycle proven to fail. Right. Okay, we have a, we have a majority vote. They for don't the know any better than exactly. They have a majority else. vote. We have a majority popular vote for a candidate that didn't win for the presidential thing, and then even before that, you have a, a primary candidate in Bernie Sanders who would have easily won the general election, who was disallowed. Due to a lot of procedural bullshit right. and a lot of internal, like, <laughs> you guys couldn't see yeah. that, but I was making a jerk off. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It usually, is, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it going. <sighs> so, but the good news is we live in Washington. Well, right. It, yeah, that's the thing I do <laughs> like is that uh, in Washington State, I can write in Bernie Sanders on my ballot. And not feel like I was doing anything bad with it. Right. And I did. 
And I did. So my contribution for president. Or Fuck just yeah, every, dude! Every position. <laughs> I fucking should have, dude. <laughs> I should have just made a stamp. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, King, King Bernie, <laughs> King of Washington. <laughs> I know it's implausible as fuck, but I love this proposal that the whole West Coast joins Canada. Yeah, I mean, but, but that's been. No, the whole West Coast. I know, but it's been has been talked about, about a lot. I yeah. it's I don't just mean Cascadia. I'm not talking about the Republic of Cascadia, where we take Vancouver and Oregon and we make our own unique sovereign nation. No, I know what you're talking okay, about. I know. Yeah. Cal Exit as their breaks. I'm like, yeah. Cal Exit is the worst name for any movement ever. It <laughs> sounds like a fucking Superman like spinoff thing. Yeah. Hey, this is Cal. I'm Cal L. This is my bro, Cal Exit. <laughs> no? Alright. That uh, was a good joke. You didn't have to uh, like it. I don't know enough about Superman. Well, his name is Cal L. His father's name was Jor L. Oh. Oh. Now I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. So, what's, what are we drinking here? Just the old. Uh, what's what's um, going on here with the drinking? It's just a good old. It's just a good old. Good red old, state drink. <laughs> good old James James Beam. I don't think um, it's any more a red state drink than a blue state drink. What? Because it's yeah. not a Riesling. <laughs> what? All Democrats drink Rieslings. You may be right. You may be I right. I hope some drink diverse demeanor, but. Well, yeah, who doesn't? But I mean, like, I'd rather drink a Viognier if I'm drinking, like, a semi-sweet white. That's just, like, your opinion, man. It is just, like, my opinion, man. That's why I said I personally would rather. You know what I've learned in the last two days? And I think I knew this before, but it's been really shoved in my face, and I don't know how to fix it, is that I have... The vocal tonal equivalent of resting bitch face. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can see that. Like, I am never as mad or upset as I sound unless I'm clearly yelling. That's a pretty good uh, observation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Like, you don't have to be so mad about it when you're right. saying it. Right, I totally get it. I was just agreeing <laughs> with you. I know, but like, <laughs> holy fuck, man, if being in a relationship has proven anything to me, it's that I just can't say anything in the correct tone. And then as soon as I say it wrong... You record yourself in practice. Fuck <laughs> that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit, dude. That is the most aggravating concept in the world. <laughs> The thought that I would have to go record myself. <laughs> okay, hold on. Do I, am I being an asshole when I say it like this? Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, right. Do like phonetic warm-ups and shit. You know what I think the issue is? Personally? I think I have to ditch caffeine. Okay. Because once you start drinking caffeine on the regular, it makes it so that if you haven't had it yet in the day... You're not really with it. I'm trying to think of that for myself. Okay, well, you know I what? I could see that. I'm stoked you could see that. I was worried you wouldn't be able to see that. 
because you're a napper. Oh. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think napping is like one of the single most underrated things in our society. It's pretty glorious when you get to do it. It's not even that it's... Okay, it is. It is absolutely glorious. But what's, yeah. what's so fucked up about the whole thing is like... You're never told why you need to sleep for eight hours at once in a chunk. No one ever explains why that is good. No, you just need or if it's even all. necessary. Yeah. All you need to get is a certain number of REM cycles every 24 hours. So there's a yeah. way, in theory, where you'd only go down for one REM cycle at a time and never sleep for a whole chunk. And you get as much resting sleep as you need to be a functioning human being. You take like a 30 minute nap every two or three hours. Yeah, there was a Seinfeld episode about this. Was there? They're totally fucking right, man. Kramer tried it. It's nuts. Yeah, well, clearly. It's, I mean, you have to be able to actually. Not that that's reality. No, but you have to actually be able to get into REM sleep that quick. Right. Which, I mean, most of us can't do. But instead of sleeping for eight to ten hours. I'm in REM sleep right now. (laughs) I can tell. I did it just, just now while you were talking. <coughs> oh, that's mean. I finished. Did you finish? <laughs> I did finish. I just... Man, napping. So good. It's so good. Yeah. And I can't, like, bring myself to do it. You don't have to do it for that long. It, do- it doesn't make sense to me, though. Like, once I'm up for the day, uh, I'm like, nope. And, like, if I... If I'm even if it's like a Saturday and I don't I don't have shit to do and like sitting at the computer or like even on a chair and I'm like watching something and I'm like drifting and like oh. you know you're fighting it I will fucking fight it like the thought <laughs> of just slipping into a gentle and luxurious nap yeah like the fucking puritan in me is like no <laughs> oh man I know it's fucking it sounds stupid. awful it is awful. Because I'm basically a hedonist in every other way. <laughs> like, it lost a bunch of weight, but it wasn't because I, like, worked out. Didn't do anything right. No, I didn't do anything. All I did was stop working in a kitchen, and I changed to a ketogenic diet. Which, by the way... Ketogenic? Yes, ketogenic. How do you spell that? I believe K-E-T-A-G-E-N-I-C. Ketogenic. Okay. It's a diet where your body is burning fat as its primary source of fuel as opposed to carbohydrates. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like uh, there's a bunch of science coming out about how the sugar industry has largely maligned fat. Not to say that all fat is good and you should just be eating like big globs of it. That's certainly not the message I'm trying to like get out there. Right. But that, like, the whole low-fat diet thing is is just fucking insane and not actually healthy for you. Well, for one thing, it's... Not only is it un- unhealthy just to do it, you end up, like, uh, people who try to do, an, like, a low-fat, non-fat diet... Right. ...go so crazy that then they just binge on fat. Right. Your like brain they, goes nuts because it they, needs it. Yeah. Your brain's made of they, cholesterol. Uh, they fail at the diet and then go right back to like right. They go back Way hard to go eating too much. Right, and fat it's like if you else. just yeah. if you just start giving your body the amount of fat it actually needs, 
to function in healthful ways. Right. It's fucking crazy how, like, you feel great, you feel energized, you don't feel heavy and gross. And I'm not talking about, like, eating a pound of bacon every day for, like, your morning, like... All I'm saying is like okay, maybe you're, on Sundays. Right, fucking yeah, on Sunday if it's good bacon. Like, but if you're having a smoothie every every morning, right? If you're like waking up and I got oh I got my protein powder and my antioxidant berries, so I'm making a little breakfast smoothie. Fucking put half an avocado in that. Right. It's it's get gonna, those lipids, guys. Dude, seriously, get those lipids. Because if you look at our bodies, we know. Get that cholesterol into your brain, which is what your brain's made of and needs for energy. Plus, as dudes, guess what? Uh, col- guess what? Uh, the basis for production of testosterone is. Semen. Uh, <laughs> nope, no semen's what's what we make with the testosterone, boys. Right. You need cholesterol. You bro. need cholesterol. It's the, one of the base ingredients to produce testosterone. You know that this is like the third or fourth podcast we Yeah, true. I believe it. Because we have a few messages here at this podcast. <laughs> One of them is like... Just One of them is go high to your go home. <laughs> right, exactly. We don't have time for no scrubs. I believe is how it's been phrased. Sure. I don't know what that means. We don't want no scrubs? Can you help me out there? Help a brother out, Casey. Stop at a crosswalk. Okay. Help a brother out. I'll stop at every crosswalk from now on. Ever. I mean all of them. Whether they're marked or not. I'm going to come to a full stop at every intersection from now on and become the person I hate in Brown's Edition. The person who's like, Hey, that's an uncontrolled intersection. I have to come to a complete stop, right? We don't have a system in place where there's a way to know who has the quote-unquote right of way. Right? There's no way to know. I would do that in Brown's edition just because there's always some jerk-off that'll just run out. I'm not saying saying don't slow down. Right. I'm saying slow down. (laughs) But do not come to a complete stop unless... There's someone coming from the right. Or you observe someone coming from the left who's clearly being a douchebag. <laughs> and you know what I mean. You right. can tell. You, you can tell. And you got to cut people slack. When God, I looking. wish we would have slowed down and seen Trump coming from the right at this oh, intersection. Oh, zinger. Zinger. I, you know, I'm a big fan of these videos about how people couldn't see it coming. But I have to admit, if I'm being honest, I did not think it would happen. You know who called it, like... Steve Benton. Last October? Steve no. Benton. This D- guy over Dan? Here. That's right, baby. The second Trump announced his presidency, he was like, President Trump... Oh, I he... felt it early, but I refused to believe it. The second Bernie lost, I was like, it's uh, Trump. Oh, for sure! For sure! <laughs> Sure, the second Bernie was I mean, out. Like you, I really didn't think so. In my back of my mind, I was like, Hillary's, gosh, she's gonna win, right? But like, no, no, I was the other really. way. I mean, I, that was a lie. I was so the other I way. I was like, did. there's no way said. Hillary loses. It's no. fucking unbelievable. No, the Democrats were fucking split, and the conservatives are out like fucking 2008, man. Yeah, they were tough. out, but uh, they weren't. Ugh. Yeah, they were hungry. Uh, it's uh, 
such a bummer. Yeah. I'll never understand why poor people vote against their own self-interest. You know what, though? Yeah, the night before, I was like, what's everyone doing on the last night before President Trump? <laughs> there was like 50 people like, fuck you, Darren. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> It'll never happen, Darren. Like, okay, no, no, Brandy's yeah. been rubbing it in my face ever since it happened. On South Park? No. I fucking, I... Well, Brandy, I just no, Brandy. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, she's been really stoked about it, and I've been reluctant to be conciliatory. Is she conservative? <laughs> she voted for Trump, bro. Really? Oh, Trump vote, dude. Oh. Trump vote. Pretty much every girl I work with, 35 of them, we'll bring it down to 30. Trump? 90% Trump. Yeah, white oh, women voted for Trump. Women, man. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't have done it. But at the same time, like, you know what? Here's the chicks hate each other, man. No, it's not even that. Okay, maybe they do. But it's like also at the same time, if I'm a woman and I'm like, all right, this is the chance for us to have a female president. Right. I would have been so motherfucking bummed. About Hillary Clinton being the person presented as that option. I disagree. I think that they Elis- say they do. Elizabeth Warren could have won. She would have. Yeah. She could have won. I mean, fuck. At this point, I'm wondering if Fiorina could have won. Like, if it was that weak that all it took was someone to be like, "Yep, I'm gonna make it awesome." <laughs> Don't ask how. Yeah. Don't ask how. That's trust real. me. Just trust me. So also, uh, to help me get through this, I went and bought one of these here CO2 weed vapor cartridges. Because okay. I need to be really high right now. <laughs> there's nothing There's nothing that enables you to get higher, in my opinion, than the portable like e-cigarette style weed delivery systems. And it's not because yeah. you can't take bigger hits other ways. It's because of how rapidly, though, and how innocuous this is. Right. Like, you don't notice it's happening. It's very easy to have one of these sitting on the desk. Yeah. It's a faster delivery system. It's super fast, and it's a high concentration. It's like 75%, basically. And it's just like, oh, I'm just going to... Yeah. For the listener, I was inhaling it. But I mean, like, fuck, even that little time that I took to inhale, I got, what, what like, the equivalent of a, a, a medium-small, like, a medium-small dab, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not a fat one, but, like, for sure one that you'd pay a dollar for, <laughs> you know? Which, by the way, that was my favorite part of Barter Fair this year. What, selling dabs? <laughs> there were so many places to get dabs. Just fucking everywhere. Oh. That, like, <clears throat> the first moment you got in, they were all five bucks. And then people started to lose business. Because people were like, fuck, five fucking dollars. So then, then someone was like, they're three. Right? And as soon as they became three, you knew yeah, they'd be one. It's kind of a... And then they were dollar. 
the fucking dollar it's dabs. Pretty, it's a pretty good study in like capitalism. You're goddamn right. Pure capitalism. Weed has been pure <laughs> capitalism until recently. Now it's all fucked. But it's like, yeah, dude, like watching the market as it move as it marched towards legalization. Yeah. Like as as weed came out of the shadows, watching the prices plummet. Right. Was crazy to me because there's no other commercial commodity that I'm aware of that's gone through the same kind of like it's fucking insane. Well, alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But decades I, ago. But. Right. I didn't live through it. Right. But touche. Thanks right. for having a better understanding and yeah. appreciation that's a, that's of history. A people, that's how people became multimillionaires. Right. It's true of marijuana, too. Yeah. It's the reason that it took until this year for California to flip. Yeah. Nobody wants to lose that. No, the gray market in California, yeah. dude, the gray market in California was one of the worst, like, lecherous things that existed. It was terrible. And it was driving a division among honest people and people that were, like, out. I mean, to yeah. be profiteers. Right. And that's, I mean,. I understand it's a part of the system, but, like, even now, working in the legal weed system, right, making way less money than I would if I worked the same hours in the black market weed system, <laughs> like, I'd still rather do it this way. Right. Because, like, this way, it's, I can be proud of what I'm doing. I mean, not that I couldn't before, because I'm, I'm not one of these people that thinks just because something's illegal, it's immoral. Right. I'm, I'm willing to understand that laws are made by men. You know, and for reasons that sometimes are very fucking patently yeah. obvious. Right. But, like, you know, now at least, like, this Thanksgiving, dude, I'm fucking rolling a joint. And I'm going to fucking go smoke it on the back porch. I'm not walking anywhere to go smoke a joint. That's fucking illegal. You should make your own boat. Gravy boat of, like... Weed gravy? Weed gravy. Oh, God, I should make a <laughs> weed food. I should. You're right. Just gravy, though, because then people, the people who want to partake... You don't have to make two of everything else. It's no, 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 no. Like, but I mean one thing that they could eat. Yeah, right. I should make but one gravy's thing. gravy's good because then you can have everything. Oh, right. Everything. Oh, Casey <laughs> fucking Strain. Casey Strain. Speaking of Casey Strain. Uh-oh. Do you remember the dude who was Lieutenant Dan at your party? You don't have to say his name. Yeah. Uh, I do. Okay, so that dude had... <clears throat> Some homegrown weed that he had pressed into rosin that he smoked me a dab of on the back porch. That you should talk to him and see if you can get him to name the Casey strain. Because you'd make yeah. a mint. <laughs> you should, I mean, dude, this was like the craziest weed I think I've ever smoked. It was. Why? Why, why would it be the Casey strain? I don't know, why not? Why not get your fucking fingers wet, dude? You, you know how to grow plants. I do. Alright, there you go. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because you're a weed head. Because you're super into marijuana. <laughs> and you love it. It's your favorite. And don't lie about it. Everyone knows that you're into weed. Not true. Uh, a lot of people, after they've known me for a while, and they find out that I don't smoke... Right? They're like super surprised. They're like, wait, what? That you don't smoke weed? Yeah, because th- <laughs> when they first met me, they think I'm constantly high. What? 
because because of how mellow I am. They <laughs> clearly don't smoke weed. <laughs> you don't come across as high. You're very mellow. Some people. I, well, are. right, dude. Novices. <laughs> Fucking novices, right. dude. Like, your eyes aren't red ever. Right. You don't ever smell like weed. You're never talking about weed. Like, I maybe in the '60s I could see you being a stoner. Right, but not in Washington in the late two thousands. Like no. fucking no way, dude. That's what always threw me off. Though. Right. Okay. For in and look at you right now. <laughs> look at you right now. What? I don't know a single stoner that would dress this way. And I don't mean it negatively. It's just not stoner garb. <laughs> you know the Vans stoner garb. All right. The pants maybe, but you lose it at the fucking flannels. No. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the hair. Like, you got you got regular hair. You're very well kept. Nice nails. And more of a... <laughs> you come across more to me as... More of a coke guy? No, no, coke no, dealer? no, no. You come across to me as a dude who can handle his alcohol. Oh. Not a drunk. Just right. a dude, like... It's, it's basically, like... The, the gut assessment I got at the very beginning when I very first met you. I was like, hey, this is a dude who's not annoying to hang out with the bar. <laughs> you know, because some people are a fucking chore right. at the bar. It's yeah. just like, holy cod. Either they get too drunk, or they get sad, or they sad. can't take a joke, or they're not interesting at all. They get the, yeah. Like, we all know. And it's just yeah. like, The problem with us doing a podcast where we drink and smoke is that we've only got so many stories, and when you drink and smoke, you want to tell your stories, and now they're, like, all there. They're all out there. They're all out there. But but you're saying that assuming that... We said that before. Assuming that... (laughs) The hell people have heard it? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you're right. I guess we've got a whole new listener base now than we used to. Maybe. And I know that there's some people that just put us on in the background. God, I would hope so. (laughs) I would hope so. That, to me, is, like, all I would ever ask. If someone sat here and listened seriously to it, I'd be like... In the last two weeks, I've heard feedback from people that are like, I listen to you guys when I'm alone at the house, and I'm... I've smoked a joint or a bowl, and I'm playing solitaire. (laughs) (laughs) I can zone. Yes. And I can zone out of the conversation and come back to it. That's so fucking perfect. I haven't missed anything. (laughs) You haven't missed a beat. You've missed nothing about what's happening. God, it's perfect. Fuck! I failed again today. What? I'm killing on Math class. No, I oh. wish. I'm trying to not drink a Red Bull. Oh, because you were just saying you're trying to get off the. Couch. Yeah, I am. But you know what? I had a Red Bull, and I had some vodka. Oh. You know, and I love drinking, but I hate getting tired. Right. So. Like a Red Bull and vodka is like. 60% of why doing coke while you drink is great. Because uh, uh. <laughs> like, it wakes you up? Yeah, it gives you the energy. 
It doesn't like necessarily make you want to converse more. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you like really want to get it just intimate. Makes with you people. more aware. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. But what I like about a Red Bull vodka is I don't feel like a Red Bull resets my feeling of drunkenness the same way that cocaine does. Like when you take a line when you're hammered drunk and then you're like, oh, holy fuck. All right, I'm ready to go again. Except you're only ready to go again in your brain and your body's like, really? What You're like, holy fuck, I'm ready to go again. Hey, guys, let's go get some more shots. And then the crash. Right, but in yeah. your brain, in your mind, you're like, guys, I am ready to go again. Please, let us go have another drink at the bar. There's like this huge disconnect between how drunk you are and how drunk you feel. Right. Whereas I feel like on a Red Bull vodka, I'm like amped up and I'm like, oh, fuck, I slurred. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I can't remember the last time I had a Red Bull drink. I don't. I remember feeling terrible after. I don't typically drink them with vodka. That's the problem for me. <laughs> like, if they only happened with vodka, that wouldn't mean they were happening every day. Right. Because I cannot drink vodka every day. I have too much respect for who I am as a person. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could drink whiskey every day. Vodka. No, no, no. I don't feel like we... I feel like we don't produce vodka on the level. Like, okay, I don't... Is there to you an Evan Williams of vodka? Like the... Like a a product that good for that price point? Because I don't uh, think Smirnoff is particularly good, and I think that's about the same price point. You know what I mean? Or like freeze or all that shit. Like, I just think vodka is around the price point of Evan Williams. To me, I'm not stoked about. Like 12 to $14. That scares me with vodka. Yeah. It's just not our nation's uh, thing. Like, if we were in Russia, I would totally drink cheaper vodka. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what they fucking do. Right. But here in America, we make whiskey. That's what we do. Right. And so uh, even here in, Amer- in the Northwest, you can get a decent bottle of whiskey for a, a relatively good price. Whereas, like, I, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like Tito's, but Tito's is like. Right. Tito's is good. $10 more a bottle. You know? Right. And that's fine. But, like, you know, yeah. if I'm like, hey, I just want to get some drinks tonight, going out and ordering Tito's soda or Tito's on ice is like, ooh. Right. Also, I've never developed that as a thing. If that makes sense, too. Yeah. Like, it's not something where I'd be like, oh, fuck, dude, I'm going to go out and drink some vodka. Neat. <laughs> I'm going to go. Just on the rocks. Yeah, just yeah. give me that fucking fire. I just want to breathe out anger. Let's see. You got your Tito's. You got your Belvedere. Yeah. Very None of them. No. So, it's Stand just up. like... I think, like, with whiskey, it's what we do as a They say you can run those, the cheaper ones, through a Brita filter. You can run them through a Brita filter. And make them better. Or you can spend the extra $8 and get a gray kangaroo. The gray kangaroo? The... What? You guys don't know about the gray kangaroo? No. Oh, man, I'm about to look like a real alcoholic up in this piece. <laughs> Like a pro status one. So the Grey Kangaroo is a product I saw advertised on moderndrunkard.net. Modern Drunkard is a quarterly publication. You're aware of it, right? Um, It's a 
it's like a two-ended charcoal filter where you can take an empty half gallon and you plug it into one end then you take mm-hmm. your shitty half gallon and you put it in and you, like you run it through like three times yeah and it gets it up to like just under where tito's would be like a freeze so like basically you're you're a little more than getting double your money out of your half gallon of vodka yeah because it's just like a nice charcoal filter the brita is would work very similarly but i feel like it's not designed for it you probably have to do it a few more times or something right but it also it really like you can only get some uses out of it too you could build a fire in your backyard. Fuck yeah, you could, dude. Take you the could... charcoal, put it in a sock, preferably unused. I would prefer <laughs> unused or freshly washed, but unused would be best because I mean, freshly washed, you're gonna have the you know you you should you there. should wash it with water at least. Like you should fully saturate it with water first to remove any residual dyes right. or impurities from right. production. From, yeah. But pa- past that, let's not introduce any soap or coloring agents. Right. Just rubber band that to the top of your half gallon. Turn it upside down over a bucket. We'll do the same thing. <laughs> oh, he's taking a big one. Oh, boy. I'm trying to, but the fucking problem is, like, I bought this pearl cartridge this time instead of the Avidus one. And those brand names? They're uh, processor retailers. No, they're processors. Oh, uh, so that's the cartridge that like, comes in? Yeah, that's the that's the brand in terms of like who made the extract. Gotcha. And uh, you always have to inhale slowly, right? But this one, you have to inhale so fucking slow to get a good rip. I'm just really bummed out about it. You were just excited about it. I'm excited about it as ago. a thing. Oh. Like it's, I'm stoked it's here, but right. I'm bummed out about this cartridge because the Avidus cartridge to me is a better product. And it might be something so simple as who they're choosing to source the cartridges from. Like the actual the CO2 shit is great. Like it tastes great. It works. It's just a hassle. Yeah. Just because my weed's legal, why does it have to be a hassle, too? Hey, man, it's always going to be a hassle. Let's uh, talk about things we've got coming up. What do we got coming up? We got something coming up right away. I'm stoked about it. Because, uh... Oh, fuck, I'm going to get in trouble. Because of all the big guns? No, not out? at all. All the big guns coming out for the showdown? <laughs> yeah, yeah, get those guns out, y'all. <laughs> I ain't scared. I ain't never scared. <laughs> I'm going east to west. I don't know what that means. Oh, uh, I don't know what you mean by that. That's all right. I, I knew you wouldn't know. <laughs> Left to right? I don't think you're a big fan of the, what they call the rhythmic American poetry. I know a little bit. Right? I get that. <laughs> what do you got coming up, Casey? What's happening in your life? Uh, I got... I'll be at the stand-up showdown tonight. Whoa. <laughs> shit. Me too. Probably West oh, Coast shit. style. Oh, fuck. Uh, I should have promoted that. <laughs> ah, that yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Sunday night, November 20th, the Spokane Comedy Club will be in the drinking debate. 
under Captain Danny Anderson. The team disgruntled clown Passe. And we're gonna bring some fucking truth. <laughs> some laughs. That was only a single woot though, guys. For the truth. And, and no woots for the laughs. <laughs> no woots for the laughs, some, I might add. We're gonna bring some serious I feel like team confidence is lacking right we're now. We're gonna bring some serious uh <laughs> serious American lies. What I love about your guys' team is you're like, hey, remember when we almost won with Josh? Let's do that same thing with Matt Slater, who's not as good as Josh. Oh, the trash talk is real. The trash talk is real. Keep talking, just like the Democrats. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. Yeah, go in with this confidence, bro. Yeah. We're last place on the. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Well, You're first, behind Morris team. First, we're the last. We got like five votes. Well, at first we weren't even on it. <laughs> they had to add us late. I was like, you fuckers. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Fuckers. I didn't even vote though. Well, so. that's it. Our, none of our team was voted. <laughs> Casey, what do you got? So I'll be at the drinking debate cool. Sunday night, the twentieth, cool. eight p.m. Real cool. Uh, and then the Wednesday right after that, November twenty-third, Thanksgiving Eve, I'll be hosting the Thanksgiving Eve show at the Spokane Comedy Club with Harry J. Riley, J. A. Wendell Walker, and uh, Michael Glatzmeyer. Uh, that's at eight p.m. It's going to be a fun show. They're bring, never going to notice. Bring your family. Bring, bring your, your goddamn family. Come get, the, come get your, the, your stomach tightened up. Woo! Before you fill it up the following day. Hey, It'll be a real fun show. It's free. Well, you, you can't be free. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? That's it? Uh, I mean, you got... I just want to make sure you got a chance, bro. <laughs> What? Why you got? No. You gonna rebut me or something? Yeah, about to rebut. And as always, every Thursday, come out to go fire yourself. Open my comedy at 10 p.m. At Nito Burrito. Uh, uh. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. For I love the it. Next few weeks. I'll be at the drinking debate on November 20th as the returning champion that I am. And I look forward to, like, here's what's going to happen. You know that they're going to put me up against Brandy's team right up. I mean, like, there's no way that that's not being engineered right now in my brain. Right, unless they haven't thought of it. Right, and there's a chance. But I think they're going to be like, oh, this is good. But now you just said it. No, 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 but the reason that is is because of Greg. Right. You know what I mean? They're going to want, she wants to go against me, it's way more tactically smart for us to put Greg out even though I think she'll beat Greg right you know what I mean uh, so however it works I'm not that worried because we're gonna win it's Steve Johnson for the carry and then I'm there to make it look alright and Greg's just being pretty so mm. you know I'm not that worried about it which is my general stance on those because I'm so great at them as a Hall of Fame candidate, though never confirmed him. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, just, you know, 
basically thought of the format and then what what never mind huh? anyway um huh what and then i got a show uh on the 25th the day after thanksgiving oh, yeah. that i hear people saying is on the 19th but i'm not aware of that being the case so i don't know about that but uh you know it's got like myself and mark morris and lux devro and lucas prom and we're doing this thing with drea rose just being supportive yeah and I, there's a lot of people talking about backing out on that. And, you know, like, I mean, cool, back out if that's the kind of person you are. But if you agree to do something, then, yeah. you know, like, maybe just, like, that book, that date is booked for you. And I get it. Like, you haven't heard a lot of communication about it and all that. But, like, w- what is it that you're going to book right now, three or four days before the show, right. that replaces that? I, I get it, okay? Maybe it yeah. doesn't happen. And the worst thing worse is you show up and it doesn't go down. But then if it doesn't go down the day when you were told it was to go down, then guess what? You don't got to go back the next time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You did what you needed to do. You honored your Just word. Give it a shot, man. Right. And you never yeah. fucking know what's going to happen. Yeah. God forbid you do a show for three people like you're such a big fucking deal. <laughs> you know, holy shit. Like, let's try to have just the smallest amount of perspective on what's going on locally. Right. You know what I mean? New people are trying things, better shit all over them. Right. It's, I mean, that why? Word, why? Word, plus that word spreads, like, if you... If you said you were going to do a show, the flyers were made, and you're on there, and then you... Right. Backed out after the fact. Right. Like, that spreads around, especially if more than one person on the show backs up yeah. together. Then it's like... That's fucked up, you've man. You've soured that deal at that, what could have potentially been good. Who knows? You never fucking know what's going to happen until you show up. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just... It's just not a good way to run things. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening. I'm going to be on The Dope Show December 2nd. The Dope Show. In Portland, Oregon. Cool. At the Northwest Cannabis Club, which is really exciting. I'm going to try to take the train over there. And then I got a show in December, or rather in January, that I'll talk more about as we get nearer to it. And then every Tuesday, i.e. today, we got the stand-up showdown at the observatory. And, you know, here's the thing. Come on down. Sign-ups are at 7.30. Show starts around 8. Try something out that's new, Okay. Uh, I've seen some people recently working their material into it. And you know what? The audience doesn't know, but I do. And it turns out they're the ones voting, not me. Right. So, you know what I mean? If you've got a bit that works out, do it. Yeah. Please do not shoehorn shit in. Like, the point of Stand Up Showdown is for you to, like, be writing on premises that are not your normal thing. Right. And just to be funny, because you're funny. That's why you're doing comedy. You're all funny. Like, I love everyone who does it, but... Like, let's just relax and have fun. Right. Okay. That all having been said, um, you can find Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore strain. I'm (laughs) at Shimshammy, S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. That's all my social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Foodster, whatever the fuck there is. I'm sure that's what I'm on there as. That's my Steam account if you want to play some video games with me. Because I'm not playing World of Warcraft anymore because fuck that shit. And uh, we have a donation page. It doesn't work right now, but we're going to get that fixed because we're poor. 
Do you have questions, comments, or concerns? Please send them to weedandwhiskeyspokane at gmail.com. Look us up on Twitter at weedandwhiskey1 or on Instagram at weedandwhiskeyspokane. And after that, I am done with promotions, though it was very succinct. <laughs> I'm proud of that. Good job. Yeah, hey, that's I with, did a real good job. That's without notes, too. What fucking notes? Who needs notes, dude? We're like 150 in almost. <laughs> nope, not true. But we're, we're coming up close on two full years of the podcast. Yeah. We're going to be but. starting our third year. Oh, God. Right. Of a podcast that has approximately 100 <laughs> listeners per year it's been going. Which, frankly, Wait, is pretty fucking fine I'd with me. I'd rather have a slow build. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. How hard are we running it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was on a podcast. I was on the Drink and Debate podcast with Greg, and I had to raise my hand because I forgot to promote it. <laughs> 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 that's where we're at like we have a dude who's a brilliant visual artist who wants to help us do it and we're just like hmm okay like that's it we're, like, we're not doing it to get rich yeah this is just something we're doing because it's cheap and why not right this is preparing us for another Ooh. opportunity for later I don't know what that opportunity is big big is. stuff big big huge stuff huge stuff guys <laughs> Pretty soon, we're probably going to have a live video stream of what's happening. I don't see why not. I have some reasons why, but... Oh, okay. You know. Well, never I mind. don't always want to have to put pants on for the podcast. You don't have to have pants on. That's why you're at a desk. <laughs> you, like, it's not down on your fucking legs. What? Also... Some people might want to see that. Also, though. here's the thing. <laughs> 